The governor making big moves today in the name of education. The changes that are coming to Texas school libraries. And another body found in Lake Travis. What we know about this latest incident. And hot dry weather for most, but a tornado watch in effect for some this evening in first warning weather. Well, today the Texas governor signed his name to four bills that fulfill his promise to empower parents more in their children's education. And one of these new laws will require vendors to rate books they sell to schools based on their depictions or references to sex, and it could result in the removal of some titles. KXAN's Will Dupree found out the White House is now taking notice. House Bill 900 is not now law in the state of Texas. The legislation Governor Abbott signed sets new standards for Texas school libraries to keep what he calls sexually explicit content off shelves. Every minute of time spent on vulgar materials is time away from the task of kids learning what they need to learn. The law broadly defines sexually explicit as material that describes, depicts, or portrays sexual conduct in a way that is patently offensive. Ash Hall with the ACLU of Texas is waiting to see how that's ultimately applied. We've seen that used in the past as justification to ban any discussion of LGBTQ plus identities or topics. So we expect that the same would happen here. Companies that offer books to Texas schools will now have to include a rating. Vendors can no longer sell a book they deem sexually explicit. And if a school already has it, the company would have to take it back. The Texas Library Association is now working with more than 5,000 librarians across the state to make sure whom they're doing business with is following the law. What this is going to do is put a huge burden on the book vendors. They may make the decision not to sell. In the state of Texas, they're going to have to potentially increase their costs to do business with the state of Texas. This may face scrutiny from a new position announced this month by the Biden administration. A coordinator will now look into what the White House called the growing threat that book bans pose for the civil rights of students. Will Dupree, KXAN News. And during the bill's signing event today, the governor repeated that he is not giving up on his plan to create education savings accounts in the state, which some call school vouchers. The governor said he plans to call a special session to focus on that issue, but only after lawmakers reach a deal on how to lower property taxes. Now, another bill the governor signed today is House Bill 3803. Now, this will allow parents and guardians to elect for their students to repeat or retake a course or grade. The Travis County Sheriff's Office found a body this morning in Lake Travis. EMS was called to Mansfield Dam Park last night to search for a missing person. The dive team didn't find the man's body until today. They say he appeared to be in his 20s. Crews are still working to identify him. And taking a closer look now, at least 10 people remain missing after disappearing in Lake Travis, and dozens have died on the water since 2010. KXAN has looked into the history of the lake and those who work to recover those bodies. You can find that special project online right now at KXAN.com. First warning weather with Chief Meteorologist David Yeomans. An unusual June heat wave continues and it's really just getting started with even hotter weather still to come. 98 on a beautiful day out on Lake Marble Falls under partly cloudy skies. 96 back in Austin. Our high so far has been 98. Not quite the 100 that we hit yesterday. 90s all across the area. You factor in the humidity though and the heat index feels like 102 in Austin and 109. That is dangerous levels of heat and humidity out in Fayette County. Now most of us don't get 
any rain tonight, but well northwest of Austin, we quietly have a little stalled front that may spark some really nasty storms later this evening. Between about 8 and 10 p.m., we're on guard for the potential of hail and even a tornado in the northern hill country. A tornado watch for just San Saba and Lampasas counties until 10 p.m. Coming up, I'll show you the high-resolution forecast of when and where storms are possible, record heat that's still coming, and when heat advisories will likely be issued. Preparations are underway for former President Donald Trump to make his first appearance in a federal courtroom in Miami tomorrow. He faces a 37-count federal indictment for allegations he retained classified documents, then conspired to hide them from investigators. NBC Alice Barr tells us now what to expect tomorrow. Former President Donald Trump arriving in Miami today ahead of his historic initial appearance in federal court tomorrow on charges he illegally took classified national security documents when he left the White House and conspired with an aide to hide them from investigators as the former president calls for protests. They have to go out and they have to uh, protest peacefully. Security is ramping up at the courthouse. Believe that people should have the right to express themselves. Um, but we also believe in law and order. On the campaign trail over the weekend, former President Trump calling himself the victim of a political prosecution. This vicious persecution is a travesty of justice. While slamming the special counsel in charge who insists. We have one set of laws in this country and they apply to everyone. The 37-count indictment accuses the former president of storing highly sensitive materials, including on the nation's nuclear programs, in unsecured boxes in a bathroom and on a ballroom stage at Mar-a-Lago, showing them to people on two occasions and defying the government's efforts, including a subpoena to get them back. The former president's ex-attorney general weighing in. If even half of it is true, then he's toast. 2024 Republican rivals and GOP lawmakers largely standing by Mr. Trump, pointing to President Biden's ongoing documents investigation. The idea of equal justice is not playing out here. While legal analysts stress there's a key difference in the Trump case. It's the refusal to give them back. It's the obstruction. As the unprecedented allegations royal the political landscape, security officials bracing for a first-of-its-kind courtroom appearance. In Washington, Alice Barr, NBC News. In Pennsylvania this evening, crews have recovered a body from the wreckage of yesterday's terrifying highway collapse. Now, police have not identified the victim just yet. The collapse happened on I-95 just outside of Philadelphia. Authorities say a tanker carrying 8,500 gallons of a petroleum-based product lost control as the driver exited on a curve. The tanker then flipped on its side and burst into flames beneath the highway. Mark Fusetti had been driving on the road when it began to buckle. I hit a bump, went down. My son went on the phone and saw that right where we were, it collapsed. So, you know, I started counting my lucky stars at that moment, couldn't believe it. In Pennsylvania, Governor Josh Shapiro says repairs will begin immediately but could take months and demolition of the collapsed part should be done within four to five days. Right now, a troubling statistic from the state of Texas during this Elder Abuse Awareness Month. Nearly 120,000 Texans reached out to file a report of suspected elder abuse or neglect in 2022. And of those reports, Adult Protective Services confirmed more than 50,000 cases. Of those confirmed cases, more than 1,000 were here 
here in Travis County. And anyone who recognizes any of the signs of abuse or neglect can file a report by calling the Texas Abuse Hotline at the number that's on your screen right there, or you can visit texasabusehotline.org. Well, the recall alerts for more than 100,000 vehicles, while you may need to check the brakes on your Kia. And what is bicycle polo? Why many Austinites will now be able to try it out soon. Plus, combating food insecurity, what the community is working on to make sure local families have food on the table this summer. A recall alert this evening for Kia owners. The company is recalling some of its 2023 Sportage vehicles because of a problem with the brakes. The National Highway Transportation Safety Administration said the brake booster diaphragm may become misaligned and then leak. So if that happens, it can result in the loss of power, making it tougher to stop the car. Owners should get in touch with their local dealer who will inspect and change the part if necessary. Well, for the first time, Austin will soon have a spot for the game of bicycle polo. Now, bike polo is essentially polo played with bicycles instead of horses, and until now, there hasn't been a designated court for people to play it here. Well, next month, the city will debut a bike polo court at Metz Neighborhood Park in East Austin. The renovations to the court mark just one of more than 70 projects the city's neighborhood partnering program has completed since launching in 2010. The polo court was spearheaded by the Austin, Texas Bike Polo Social Club, a group that's already been playing the sport locally for more than a decade. The group submitted a proposal after playing makeshift bike polo at the court for years. This really was their vision and, and a lot of their work and time and effort and resources that went into it as well. And that, and that will go into maintaining that court and, and making it a, you know, a space and a facility for everyone to use. And the city is working to finalize a date for an official ribbon cutting ceremony sometime next month. We've got the details on other community projects in the works at KXAN.com. A solution for families struggling to feed children during summer break. How the community is really stepping up to curb food insecurity. And this year's 100 degree day count did not increase today. We've hit 100 twice in the past few days in Austin. Today we fell just short, hitting 98 at Camp Mabry. Highs at the airport just shy of that at 95. Your first warning forecast with much hotter weather for at least the next week is next. Summer is here, but it's not a time to celebrate for everyone. Many families struggle to put food on the table. Nabil Ramadna shows us how local organizations and school districts are stepping up to help. It's lunchtime at Collins Elementary School in Del Valley ISD. And even though it's summer, it's busy. It allows us time to be together. The kids like coming to the school. Bahar DeFranco stopping by with her three kids. So it also helps financially because then I don't have to think about, well, do I have enough groceries or what am I going to cook for them today? So last summer, um, district-wide, we served about 20,000 meals. More than 90% of students in Del Valley ISD qualify for free and reduced lunch. A lot of our families rely on our school meals, and this is really an extension of that. We're very proud to be able to open up five of our locations for summer meals for anybody in the community 18 and under. Over at the Central Texas Food Bank. It is busier right now because summer is a higher need time for families in need. Central Texas Food Bank says they've doubled output for summer meals. Last year they served 2,400 a day and this year they're serving more than 5,000. In the 21 counties we serve, about one in seven Central Texans go to bed hungry and that number is a staggering one in five for children. 
Things like inflation, layoffs, and even child care costs in the summer can impact families. And that's why organizations like the Central Texas Food Bank. We rely on whatever is given to us. And Del Valley ISD are working to help. We love that we have the option and the opportunity to come up to the school. Nabil Ramadna, KXAN News. And Del Valley is currently waiting on state approval for a program that will offer free lunch to all elementary and middle school students. As for Central Texas Food Bank, they say with the increased demand, they are looking for more donations and volunteers. There is a link on our website on ways that you can help. Well, going in depth right now, back in March, we reported that Del Valley is currently the largest food desert in Travis County. Their population of around 3,200 people are driving 10 to 15 miles just to reach a grocery store. To help with the lack of available food options, the Del Valley Community Coalition opened a free fridge at Elroy Community Library. Now, the Central Texas Food Bank also launched an on-site food pantry at its South Austin location on Metopolis Drive, about six miles away from Del Valley. First warning weather with Chief Meteorologist David Yeomans. Most of us just have another sweaty June evening to look forward to, but a few big nasty storms are possible in the hill country over the next few hours. It's 96 degrees right now with quiet weather expected through the night here in Austin. Temperatures in the hill country, very warm, a little warm for the season as well. 92 in Fredericksburg, 96 in Horseshoe Bay, Marble Falls, mid 90s up in Burnett County as well. East of that area, 96 right now downtown Austin, 93 in Dripping Springs. Some of these areas saw triple digits yesterday, but temperatures today have been a couple of degrees uh, more tolerable. I hate to say cooler when it's 96 in Rosanke. It feels like well over 100 from I-35 eastward. Look at this, 104 right now. That's not a heat index. That's the air temperature in Laredo. But up to the north, it is in the 60s right now in the Panhandle and in much of Oklahoma. That's not only rain-cooled air. There's an actual cold front which has now pulled up stationary. It's sitting in San Saba and Lampasas counties, and as it generally generates the potential of severe weather out in the deep south. It's going to do the same for us this evening. Heat and humidity combining with all of this uh, or with this uh, stalled frontal boundary rather may spark a couple bad storms in the northern hill country. The rest of us have pretty low risk of severe weather through the evening, but up in San Saba and Lampasas counties, a three out of five enhanced risk. We could see storms with softball size hail and indeed a couple of tornadoes are possible. Let me show you how this won't be widespread, but we should pay attention to the weather up north tonight. Night. Radar quiet right now. That's the way it stays until about 8. But between about 8 and 11 p.m., a couple isolated nasty storms form either in the northern hill country or just north of there, as what's shown here. The forecast radar from 9 until 10 maintains a couple of those isolated storms, but then they're gone with a few clouds, but no storms overnight. Tomorrow, that same boundary still in the same area. So after a hot, dry day area wide, late tomorrow evening, another 10% chance of a couple severe storms. Although the risk tomorrow night in the northern hill country is less significant than the risk tonight. As you can see there, most of us just don't see rain the next couple days. If a couple of these storms form a little farther south, though, we could see some heavy totals in the northern hill country. Otherwise, high temperatures continue to be the incredibly main story. It is 100 degrees tomorrow. We've got seven to even 14 days in a row of triple digits on the way. Hotter than normal weather expected toward the end of the month, even in central Texas. And it's not only the heat, it's the humidity. Very humid to even almost oppressive humidity. We could see heat index values especially by the coming weekend, over 110 in parts of the area. Climate Central's analysis, by the way, found that this week's heat has been made three times more likely by man-made climate change in the Austin area. 
Tonight's forecast, 77 degrees with an isolated storm possible only in the northern hill country, then dry overnight. Tomorrow, look at this, hotter weather is back, the first of many consecutive triple-digit days, 100 in Austin with gusty south winds and just another 10% chance of a northern hill country storm. After that, 100 turns to 101, 103, then 105. June 16th on Friday, we've never seen a high temperature that hot, but that's what we're predicting, and the temperature stays at a sizzling 105. Friday into early next week. That'll tie another record high on Monday in Austin and produce dangerous heat for those spending extended periods of time outdoors on Father's Day weekend. Uh, David, thank you very much. A dramatic rescue in Colombia. The story of four young children trapped in the jungle for 40 days after surviving a deadly plane crash. The Colombian government has released new footage of the rescue of four children who had gone missing in Colombia's dense jungle for more than 40 days after a deadly plane crash. The plane carrying seven people issued a mayday alert due to engine failure. That was back on May 1st. Three adults died, four children ages 13, 9, and 4, as well as a now 12-month-old baby survived. They ate fruit from the jungle and food that they had been flying with. They also hid in tree trunks to protect themselves from animals. Their mother reportedly survived the crash but then died four days later. The children are now in the hospital where they are expected to stay for weeks. Well, in a first-of-its-kind trial, teenagers suing their state over climate change. Under the big sky of Montana, you can find mountains, rivers, forests, and a group of teenagers fighting to keep it that way. In a trial that got underway today, the teens are suing the state, alleging it relies on fossil fuel development and infringes on their right to a clean and healthy environment. This is the nation's first constitutional climate trial. Next on NBC Nightly News, NBC's Savannah Sellers goes into nature with some of the young plaintiffs to see what they want the law to protect. I feel such guilt because we have such a ticking time on here that I feel an obligation to be involved in this work every second of every day. And again, ahead on Nightly News, what the state of Montana is saying about this trial. Well, coming up later tonight on KXAN, we have American Ninja Warrior at 7 p.m., then The Wall at 8 o'clock, The Week of Slink at 9 o'clock, and then we're back with KXAN News at 10. Oh, you can join us an hour earlier for KXAN News at 9 on the CW Austin. Here's where to find us, over the air or through your television provider. Thanks for listening to KXAN News Nightly. You can also listen to KXAN News Today every morning for more in-depth coverage of what matters most to you.